You guys are really going to like this. This is the 2022 Metabolic Franchise Conference keynote that I gave on marketing, all things marketing, everything from organic social media and how to get your trainers to be posting, to expand your brand awareness, all the way to advanced guerrilla marketing tactics. You should really enjoy this. And if you want the visuals of this, I've got the full video with my PowerPoint slides and the visuals on it on YouTube. Go check that out. And if you have an organization or a company or a team and you'd like me to come speak to the troops on marketing or branding or whatever topic, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk and we'll talk shop. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Stu. I'm going to be talking to you today about uh, creating hyper-local hand-to-hand combat for your studio. My thing is I solve problems for gym owners, and the number one problem most gym owners has are client acquisition, getting people in. The retention part's fun, getting to know people's fun. The training part's fun. Marketing, all that, is not generally most people's cup of tea. So I want to talk about some things that are A, organic, meaning we're not paying for them, and B, hyper-local. There's no need to be viral. There's no need for tens of thousands of followers. You literally need a couple hundred people to pay you, and that's gonna require several thousand people to know you exist. It's not a huge task. But if you stay within your four walls, you're fucked. They're not gonna come to you. You have to go to them. So we talking about organic social media today, unpaid, and we'll be also talking about B2B plays, and we'll talk at the end a little guerrilla marketing, some fun stuff, all right? But first, um, I, I don't know how many of you guys know who I am, right? You might have seen me on some clips with Corbin, or that's Brandon's ginger friend, like why is he, he like whatever. <laughs> 60 seconds, real quick, because I don't like talking about me. Uh, found CrossFit in 2005, it was like a hot stock tip. I'm like, I'm gonna do something with that, but I didn't know dick about business. So I sold my soul, and I went to work for Globo Gym. I did really well at Globo Gym advanced up, uh, VP positions. It put me in Charlotte overseeing a bunch of clubs. From there, I got fired because they found out I started CrossFit South End. And I got real lucky. I bought the best domain in the world, CrossFit and South End, at the right time. And we rode that thing, we did very well. In about 2015, I was hands off, business was doing really well, and I started making, I flipped on a camera, I YouTubed how to do some shit, and I started making videos, all right? Helping other gym owners unfuck the business, things like that. From there, I'd saved up a lot of money, and I bought a building in Lower South End, down the street from the South End Metabolic, knowing one day that might be my exit play, okay? Uh, rebranded, de-affiliated from CrossFit, because I was always had this chip on my shoulder. Did I have this success, or did I just fucking have CrossFit South End at the right place at the right time? So, broke it took out CrossFit, restarted something new. And then uh, in 2021, I realized this dream a little bit earlier. Uh, nice little brewery out of San Antonio, Texas came by and said, I'm gonna give you a fuck ton of money to lease your building for 10 years. And I said, okay, all right? So that was retirement. And then this past year, I started the gym real estate company. We help gym owners lease and buy buildings. Hopefully other, I'm trying to help other gym owners maybe get some of the luck and success that I had. So that's me in about 60 seconds, but it's not about me today, it's about you. And this is a problem I think a lot of you have, right? I'm not generating enough prospective customers, okay? Well, I, let's scope out it though. Cause that's just a general, let's say, it, what does that mean? Let's talk about really why that is. Pre-Pandy, this was you. The digital marketing lane was wide. Anyone remember a gentleman with a mustache who was running six-week challenges very successfully? Hermosi, the six-week challenge, all those couch, the cross, all these digital plays, they worked really well because the lane was only filled with a handful of local competitors. And most of your local competitors probably weren't even running efficient ads. So if you were even a C-plus at running digital traffic purchasing, you could generate a lot of customers for a low amount of money. 
But then the pandy shows up. Now all these fuckers are buying up the same traffic digital space that you were in and your competition is now enormous. The cost, so I was having people run ads in about 2019. We turned things off right before 2020, coincidentally, because we saw this huge spike. And then 2020 hit and that spike went crazy. We're seeing like 450 to 600% increases in CPRs, cost per results. These guys here have way more cash than the average brick and mortar small business gym. So running paid ads now is a tough game to be in. It's still effective to a degree, but I believe it's better to be scrappy with hand-to-hand -hand combat, as Brandon likes to put it, develop a really good ground game, and become hyper-locally aware in your market. So don't try to beat them at their game, create your own. All right, now a few do's and don'ts for you guys to think about. Don't worry about the whole internet. Focus on about a three to five mile radius from the studio. Some of you guys may be a little bit more suburban or rural markets that might expand a little. But we have a very small pocket that we need to infiltrate. Don't try to go viral. It's not even a thing. It's, not, it's nothing you need to have happen. But work to be hyper-locally viral. How many, has anyone here got a picture of themselves up at Lululemon? One of those, you're an ambassador kind of person? Or ever had had that kind of thing happen? Okay. Who here has a Lululemon in their market? Why isn't your fucking picture up there? We're not open yet. Yeah, what, what, I, yeah I don't care. Like, but see, that's, that's the thing. Like, there's way easier ways for other people who spend $120 on this bullshit that can afford your membership to get to know who you are, for you to become a hyper-local celebrity. Every one of you are an influencer. You're just an influencer of a number that's much smaller, but I promise you, all of your followers and your trainer's followers, they know them. They didn't pay for them. They went to college with them, their friends, family, they're in the town probably. That is a, you know, if you have a thousand followers that are, actually know you, I went to college with her and we live in the same town. I didn't know she opened up a studio. That's what I want you thinking of doing. Don't worry about this like big viral thing. And don't get frustrated because everyone else is, uh, we had a lot of people who here dislike social media. Not a fan of it, right? You don't like it now, people's heads are turned down their phone all the time, what, that's fine. Cool. Then when I start talking about the B2B stuff, the gorilla plays, if you don't like that their heads are always down, give them a fucking reason to lift their head up. Do something other than sitting inside your studio, tapping your foot as to why we only have an 80% utilization rate in my noon class. So we're gonna talk organic social media. There's some common misconceptions as to what it actually is sometimes, but it's very simple. It's just unpaid, homegrown content, and it's social. It's meant to create conversations. The best part about your brand is that it is polarizing. You guys have what I call the 5149 paradigm. 51% of people who watch your shit, like, man, I, that kind of resonates. I like that, that's different. It's a little edgy, I feel that. 49% are like, fuck those guys. <laughs> you need the 49%. If you were 90-10, you would not be as successful as this brand is. You want to be Slightly polarizing, not on purpose, not to piss people off because you truly believe it. And I believe that about this brand more than anything. You truly believe the elements of your brand that are grit and different and counterculture. And that is gonna help you guys create conversations. What's a viral post? A post that has a lot of engagement. Now it's saying, hey, this workout was really hard. That doesn't create conversation. Talking about, we don't do crunches because of this, 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 and this. Man, that's gonna create some conversation. You might have some people comment, DM, dislike, whatever it may be. 
You guys do that very well. I'm gonna show you some examples here in a little bit. And then the media, audio, video, image, written word. Not everyone here wants to, has the skill set or wants to have the skill set that Finley has. To pick up a phone, face the camera, spit one out, pop it up there. Some people don't like that. That's fine, write. I can't write, Stu. I'm fucking got the IQ of a nine-year-old. Okay, don't write. Get on a, create a podcast. My voice sounds, whatever. I didn't fucking do images. There's, me, there's options for media, about four of them. You have to pick the one you enjoy the most. You're luckily to be a part of a franchise that also supplies this stuff for you. So even if you're not the most media creative, you have this mothership that is helping you guys out along the way. But I would truly, truly as I'm gonna to talk to you about this in a little bit, I encourage you to find your own media voice, the thing you like to do, because I, whether you like it or not, this is not going away anywhere. Like it's not, it's not stop it. You're gonna to have to create media. You are a media company first, you just happen to sell group fitness. If you think of it like that, take all your media away, it's a pretty quiet studio. Referrals can only do so much. You have to make noise outside. Now, these are the four things anyone on social media who's considering a gym, maybe they bumped into your content, ask themselves. What type of workouts do they do? What kind of people are who works out there? Why is this better than what I'm doing now? And how do I try it out? You guys do this great. You guys show what type of workouts. You do a great job of that. You guys show the people, you tag them, you comment, you talk about the husband-wife combinations. You do a great job at this. You guys have these great carousels backing up why you're talking shit on crunches or why you believe that heavy carries are the, you know, something you should be doing. You guys do a great job at that, right? Why is it better? This though, this last one. The copywriting, some of the, the calls to actions. I, I've got some, got some advice here for you guys today. This is the last part, how do I get started? See at the bottom here? Come see what it's like to train a metabolic. New clients take advantage of five days for $5. New clients take advantage of five days for $5. What the fuck does that mean? If I'm literally just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, don't know anyone, I've spent the past six months in my new job unpacking my boxes, but I do need to get fucking into a gym. How do I know what to do? Come see what it's like there. Okay, new clients take advantage, but, but how? How do I do that? You have got to give a clear call to action in these posts. Repeat after me. Social media is not for customers. It's for potential prospective customers. It's the only reason you post on social media. It is to tell your story to people who don't fucking know it already. Your customers already know all this. You ever change your website and a current customer comes in and be like, man, I saw you change the website. I don't like it as much. You're like, good fuck face, it's not for you. <laughs> it was for you the day you went to the website and came in and I sold you. Why would a customer go to your website ever again? They've got the app. Websites are for prospects. Social media is for prospects. Now your customers will engage with your content, which is good. They will agree with it. They will share it, hopefully. But be thinking about why we post on social to tell our story and create conversations with people who are not currently members. I went ahead and I created some additional copy here. I'm not gonna read through the whole thing. This is an example. I teach copyright. It's one of the main things I do these days. You need to give clear call to actions. People are not as smart as we think they are. We know, like, oh, you just go to the link. You push you know, four buttons, it's MindBody. I had MindBody for 10 years. Boop, boop, boom, information, buy this. I know exactly the workflow. I know how many clicks it takes to go from fucking my landing page to that. But 
The average person does not. Intimidation is the number one reason you don't have more customers in your gym that you like. They're intimidated. And by the way, when you're a 5149 brand, it comes with the territory. So give them this simple fucking blueprint. You're gonna do click this, you're gonna fill this out, purchase the five-day pass, schedule your class, and one of our coaches will be in contact with you shortly to answer any questions you may have about your first day of Metabolic, because we want you to have a successful first day. What are the three S's you guys have? What are the three things you wanna have happen on someone's first day? I heard this, maybe Finley was talking about it, or someone. Save significant successful. One more time. Save significant successful. Fucking A. In order for someone to be successful, let them know what they're walking into. Remember, the number one reason you don't have more people is because they're intimidated to come in. They thought about it. You have lurkers. How many people have more followers than they do members? We call those fucking lurkers. It's not your aunts. You don't have that many aunts, okay? People are watching. Sure, maybe some of them are competitors, but you have lurkers. Give them clear call to action. All right, so we're gonna talk about tactics that convert those lurkers into leads. Get your post down autopilot. Here, who here pushes their social media post via their thumbs on their phone? Okay, wait, wait a little bit higher. You guys, full elbow extension. We know what that is, right? Okay, who here uses a scheduling tool? Full extension. Missing a few people. <laughs> about 28% of the room raised their fucking hand. Who, if you are posting manually on social media, I don't believe it's a good utilization of your time. Uh, I've spent literally the past five months, I've tried out and I've paid for 36 different schedulers. You name it, I fucking, I guarantee you I've fucked with it. The best one right now, because it allows you to auto post reels. I know, those of you that post reels, your dick just got hard, okay? <laughs> All right? Because no platform allows you to auto post a reel. Highly recommend checking out Plan That. That's the best one I've found for auto posting reels. And then you can take that exact same reel, because if you guys know a reel is a nine by 16 aspect ratio. It means vertical, 16 by nine horizontal. You can then instantly go and transfer it over to TikTok. It will not auto post on TikTok, you'll have to manually push it through an app, because the Chinese suck, but <laughs> you will be able to auto start auto posting reels, which will make your life easier. All right, save yourself time. I know how busy it is to be a gym owner. Um, my recommendation, real quick, because this is the basis for a lot of the other advice I'm gonna give you, three times a day when you're posting organically. If you're not gonna give Zuckerberg any money to put your shit out in front of people, you need higher volume posting. The, I've seen the most success with gyms, an AM, an afternoon, and a PM. And you guys probably have different whatever, and I don't know if that's contradictory to what you guys, you guys utilize. It's what I'm seeing out there in the space with lots of different gyms, coast to coast, three times a day. Using the scheduling tool makes it really easy. All right, have regular photo shoots. Your members are your product at the end of the day. I like quarterly ones. Partner with awesome dope photographers. You probably have one in the ranks of your membership. Get those awesome photo shoots. Sure, they might be sending someone around to do some dope media for you guys. You gotta do a lift too. And the best part is, is when you post content, photos of your members at high volume, this is what it looks like. Sally is sitting down, she's in her office, and Brian comes up to her. Brian's like, hey Sally, they just changed the meeting to boardroom seven. By the way, I, I see your photos on fucking Instagram and Facebook all the time. You're like carrying a kettlebell over top of your head. Like how heavy was that? Where do you work out? That's how referrals actually happen. We call passive referrals. I'm an old school CrossFit guy. The, uh, the crazy old man who started that had a notion that clients would drag by the ears their friends into the gym, just drag them in. You didn't need the market. And back in 2006, he might not have been wrong. Not today. 
You ever think about who here is a, a who here has over 150 members? Raise your hand. Think about if every member referred one person per year, per fucking year. I'll even give you 18 to 24 months. You'd be like, fuck, Stu, you can stop now. But that doesn't happen. So passive referrals, the more we post them and tag and talk about them, and not just what you did with them, but what they do. This is John. John is a registered nurse. He's a father of three, and he's lived in Charlotte, North Carolina for six years. He's been training with us for four, and he just PR'd his first Ironman. Tell their fucking story. That is why you want to be doing regular photo shoots with your members, the ones that look like the avatar customer you're going after, okay? Moments over movements, capturing human emotion is the thing to do. It's not about how much the kettlebell was, they were in the black lane. It's about LOLs over PRs, because people can relate to that. Because who are we putting these images out there for? Those who are still considering, but haven't decided to join. There's three phases in the buying cycle. It's called awareness, number one. Oh, I heard of Metabolic. I've seen that shirt, seen the green sign. Number two is consideration. I know some people that go there. I, I follow them on social. I've been to the website seven times. And then there's purchase. This will help get people from consideration over to purchase more. Because these people look, they're look like they're having a good fucking time. All right? That's what you got to show. National brand swagger. Guys, you have no idea the fucking big, big energy you have when you have a national brand. Trust me, I was a competitor of these guys in South, in South End, and the number of times they'd be like, oh, so you have multiple units like Orange Theory and F45 and Metabolic? And I'd just sit there, my dick would just shrivel into my body. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, I'm a one on one. <laughs> Solo dolo here. And, but you, and this thing here is very powerful. It has a level of reputation, it carries authority and a high level reputation. Share each other's stories. Where's Brooklyn? Brooklyn here? Make a post. Does anyone know someone in Brooklyn that needs to get fucking mad? Yeah, share that story of the studios that are opening. It makes you seem as big as you are. I'm telling you, there is buying power in that whole thing. People have more confidence in a brand that scales nationally. There might be some of your customers that think you're a one of one or think that you invented metabolic because they don't even know what the fuck's going on outside. Make sure they're aware of it. Trainers are also content creators. Um, this is something I, I've been traveling around doing a lot of this this year. Uh, it's controversial. I believe your trainers should be 100% required, forced, required to post on social media. They should be 100% trained for it and they should be 100% compensated for it. If we like this idea of organic marketing, not paying Zuckerberg, we need help. The brand can't do it in and of itself. And I'm gonna show you some numbers here today as to why this could be very, very beneficial to you. Your trainers are already, in, they're influencers. They have 1,002 followers. And every weekend there's photos of the dinner they have with their husband, the drinks they have with their girls, and their four cats. They're posting content. But if you went and looked at your trainer's social media now, how many of their posts talk about that they coach the 6 p.m. class every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the Saturday class? How many of them are posting about, hey, we just practiced this new tailpipe fucking workout. I can't wait to share it with you guys. How many of them are talking about being a fitness professional within an organization like MAD? If it's not enough of them, they need to because these people do it. 
These aren't crazy fucking numbers. This is a, a chick who coaches at SoulCycle. 5,900 followers. She incorporates her bikini, fucking leather pants shots, whatever the fuck that is, and, <laughs> and, her, and her role in, in SoulCycle. And she posts, hey, we have this warrior week. I'm coaching this class. Come ride with me. She draws people to her class. Are coaches compensated based on uh, utilization or attendance of class? Yes. Then why isn't this fucking happening by coaches constantly? Because they're sitting there and they might be expecting you. Hey, daddy, could you bring some more people in the class, please? <laughs> all right? We need to get the coaches on this. They're all creating content. Guys, fucking six-year-olds create content now. There's no excuse. This fucking monstrosity, these cameras, gimbals, you don't need any of that shit. You have it in your pocket. You know, again, I'm just going to a bunch of examples of other brands. This guy is, uh, that's Berries, I think. We've got, no, that's whatever, I think that's, yeah, it's Berries, Berries. The fuck is this? Uh, blah, 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 I don't even know what he does. Um, he's a Puma athlete, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, some other fucking brand. But anyway, examples of, again, hanging out with grandma, doing his thing, but also the training he does. Rumble, that's it, all right? It's not hard. We just need to set the precedent. Um, Grammy later today, and over a few whiskeys, we'll be a jam on this. I've got a lot more thoughts on this. But here's the numbers of it. So I took Jupiter. At the time I made this slide, Jupiter had 2,253 followers. You guys know the rule of organic marketing, right? Less than 10% of your people will ever see a post that you make. Less than 10%. I was generous and gave you the full 10%. So Zach makes a post, 225 people, mainly less, see that post. So that's why posting one time a day doesn't do shit. It's like fucking pebbles off a mountain. So, however, he has four trainers. They have a combined, out of all four of them, 10,972 followers. If all four of them are posting content, we can get up to 1,097 people seeing this content, okay? Now, let's say the brand is posting 60 posts per month. That's the three times a day I'm recommending, five days a week. Trainer one is gonna make 40 posts per month. And by the way, I sent you guys in the WhatsApp this, the link to my slides, in case you can't see this, you're in the back. It's inside that WhatsApp. So uh, this one and a lot of the comp plans that I'm creating for this are like, they're based on how many classes that you coach. So in this model, this studio is gonna, run, is gonna have them post every time they coach a class. So this person is coaching 40 classes per month, which means they're making 40 posts per month. The next person, they actually like to write. So they're gonna do four blogs per month and then they only coach 20 classes, so they're doing 20 posts per month. You guys can go through the numbers all the way down, and you got this one coach, right? This one's a little bit more of an introvert. I don't know how I made it on you know, Jupiter's staff, but this introvert is not comfortable creating content, but they can hold a fucking phone. They can help create content. Not everyone is comfortable with this, right? And I, and I know you're thinking of those trainers you have that either hate social media, don't wanna be on content, they don't have to be. There's other content roles, blogging, podcasting, um, or even assisting, helping you create the shit. You guys taking your kettlebell and putting the phone up in front of it and fucking doing shit. It's like, get, just get the other coach to help you out, all right? So you add all that up, it's 156 unique pieces of content in a month. Now, here's all the followers. Again, 2,000, blah, blah, blah. It adds up to about 8,584 combined followers, assumingly, because that fourth one, we're not, we can't include her. She's not gonna post, or he or whoever. Okay, they're not gonna post. Now, if the reach is 
and you have 8,584 followers, okay, and reach just for you guys from like advertising terms, it's the number of unique users who saw the post, not repeats. That's what we call impressions. If I go and watch a video one, two, three, four, five times, that's five impressions. Reach is unique, so I would only be counted as one, okay? Now, engagement rates, generously, if we looked at 1% as, an, as a generous engagement rate on those 858 total unique users reached, all right, that's eight and a half engagements per post. Well, you guys are doing 156 over at Jupiter per month now. So now we're getting over 1,300 total engagements per month. I don't know about you, but I would be willing to bet that if 1,300 people engage with a post in some way, shape, or form, I might see an uptick in business to a slight degree. If it's one fucking client, one. Someone tell me the LCV of a client after 12 months at their gym. Lifetime client value. 12 months, 12 times your monthly membership. Anyone know the number? I don't know it. it. Bottom line, it pays for its fucking self. It pays for itself and know that fucking number when someone asks you that. So how do you know this will grow my gym membership? I fucking don't. I don't. I like, I, I'm giving you the hypothetical. I'm up here talking you know, with rose-colored glasses, but try me, all right? Let's go ahead and do this, all right? Three times, I'm assuming you guys are maybe around one time a day posting, maybe you're more but go up to three at the most, or just three X your daily organic content for 90 days, three exit. Use a scheduling tool, sit in your pajamas with a cup of coffee, hungover on a Sunday, schedule, 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 like get it done, 90 days. At the end of 90 days, you will find your top performing organic post. Now you can have a conversation about running paid ads behind that. Back in the day, I could literally be like, oh, just bleh, here's a fucking ad and copy and photo, and I'm just gonna put $1,000 behind it because I could, because it worked, that's not the case anymore. So now you test out organic, wait for what shit is proven in the open market to have done well, to get high engagement, to get clicks, and then put money behind it. That's the only way I recommend people running ads these days, on proven organic content over a 90-day span, all right? Worst case scenario, I'm full of shit, right? You send me fucking, you know, fuck you uh, DMs. But your team gets better at making content, your brand awareness is increased, and now you can honestly say, I've tried everything, can't get it, I can't get them to come in. But have you? Not yet, all right? B2B events and guerrilla marketing. The problem, not enough people are coming through the door. Similar problem, all right? Solution, if they are not coming to you, we're gonna go to them. These are my favorite ones that uh, we did very successfully. Personally, I've done them in my gyms and having other gyms uh, do this as well. Lunch and learns, I like these. These are fun. This is a marketing budget of around 200, maybe 250. You find a local company, local, so you can B2B, and say, hey, listen, I'm gonna do 10 lunch and learns this year. How, many, how much would it cost me? What could I get for 250 bucks? How many prepackaged lunches would you make? We'll do this amount, awesome. If I do 10 of these with you per year, and I bring your marketing material, your flyers, your lunch menus, your takeout menus, to these, these places I'm gonna do these lunch and learns at other businesses, well, can I get a discount? Yeah, sure, we'll give you 15% off, cool. Now you've got a B2B relationship. Okay, maybe it's a new mad perk for your studio. But you go ahead and you get message all your members. Hey, do you know anyone in HR, in your department at work? I'd love to come and we talk to them about blank. You fucking name it, nutrition, fitness, okay? This is a great way. I always went in, the one I gave, the presentation I gave, and I gave this at probably 12 different facilities, 12 different companies in Charlotte, North Carolina in my career. We landed three good um, corporate accounts. 
And I would go in, it was called, uh, I think I titled it, How to Get in Shape Without Ever Joining a Gym. Okay? Went in there telling them exactly how to do it. I mapped out the parking lot that their fucking building was in and the workouts they could do. And they're like, well, fuck that, let's go to the gym. What, what's the disco, what's the promo you're offering? And it was great, I got to meet, I got to shake hands, my personality was able to come out. I'm like, you know what, I, I've seen their posts, they kind of look like douchebags, but I met that redheaded guy, they're actually not too bad, okay? <laughs> it generally went the opposite way, but like, lunch and learns are great, okay? Pop-up workouts, this was my bread and butter, highly recommend this, you guys have got to get out. A brewery, a coffee shop has a slow day. My favorite one we, uh, with Eight and Sand, which is a company in Charlotte. I know the, the South End location fucks with too. Went into Eight and Sand after interviewing the owner on the Jim's podcast. Said, what's your slowest day? He goes, Tuesday's below. Like what time you open? He goes, seven. Fuck it, I'll put on a free workout this, every six weeks at 6 a.m. Free. Right outside your spot, you open at seven, I think you'll make a little bit more money. You down with that? He's like, how much does it cost? I said, fucking nothing. Because all I want is the leads. I want to meet people. I want to get out in my goddamn community. And we had that every six weeks. Found another spot every six weeks. Brewery, what's your worst day? Tuesdays, they're just kind of slow. We tried trivia, but fucking everyone wants to kill themselves when they do trivia. So why? Well, I'd like to help. Can I put on a workout? How much is a beer? Seven bucks, cool. I'll charge people seven bucks, give you 100% of the money. All I want is the waiver filled out, AKA the lead. And I'm gonna hang out and drink beers with people afterwards and get to know them. And now I got the lead information, I can follow back up. And now I made a friend with a brewery. And rinse and repeat. Uh, this company where you can't see, it's all pixelated. A company uh, I'm a very fond of, I know Brandon as well, it's called Alchemy365. I was absolutely so impressed with what I saw from this company digitally. I flew down to Minneapolis, I spent 24 hours with the CEO, and I had him walk me through every number that they were doing. They were getting 200 organic fucking leads per month, and I needed to know how. They had a minimum, studio minimum, two, maybe it was three, off-site events per week. Required. If you were a studio that missed it, you got one mulligan month, after that, you're probably fucking out as the GM. They've got, they know they had to be hyper-local. All right, these events, real quick guys, they're not meant to make money. Like, should you charge for them? No. Do the company, the other service provider, the coffee shop, the brewery, the whatever, a favor. If you're doing it in an open park, don't charge for it. You're not there to make, this is not how you're gonna make your money. Just get people to come and attend. Get them to fill out the waiver, get the lead. People can make posts, it helps out. Sponsor breakfasts, hangover breakfasts, these things work really well if you have an apartment complex. Anywhere that doesn't serve. You, get, you guys are like, how do I get, you know, anyone ever been to like a health fair where you put a, brought a booth out? Anyone think that was a waste of your time? Yeah. Did you bring free food or beverage? Always. Yep, okay. If you bring free food and beverage, it will not be a waste of your time. You will get to meet people. Second, bring a game. All right, get metabolic fucking cornhole boards. I used to go ahead, I get the, the rubber, red Rubbermaid that you could like ice in and put beers and drinks and shit in. I went and got six or 12 of those and I got a med ball, four pound med ball, pong. Throw it in there. If you make three in a row, we give you a free week. Make it interactive, but you standing there with your fucking dick in your hand behind a booth as people walk by, will not cut it. It won't. Make noise. Boom, shopping sips, I love those. Lulu, Athleta, any boutique retail, ask them if you can come in and set up a table. You gotta be a fan of their shit, you actually have to be wearing it. Hey, I wanna hand out drinks to your, your customers, they come in on a Saturday. Um, we'll answer questions, because we buy your shit. And just let them know, hey, yeah, we're down the street. We're also, if you've got an iPad here, if you wanna sign up for a free week, or a five for five, whatever the fuck it is. But 
make friends with the local businesses. They're looking for the same people you are. And again, only do this with the other brands that are at the same level as your avatar, okay? These shop and sip things, a lot of studios do them. They're very, they work. They do they're really well and they're really good for you to get in with those, uh, those studio, like or those companies, especially if you are trying to make connections with a Lululemon or an Athleta or something like that, Fabletics. And then guerrilla marketing, all right? My, one of my favorite things. A Seth Godin quote, in a crowded market, fitting in is a failure. In a busy marketplace, not standing out is the same as being invisible. You already stand out with your workouts. You stand out with the presence that you have on social. You guys look different, okay? If you wanted to go and get a little crazy, I got one idea. I'll talk about it in a second. Remember Orange Theory? Does anyone ever hear this? They did this. They went and bought a fuck ton of cheap bikes from like Salvation Army or whatever it was, spray paint and mortgage, put them all over the city before a studio opened. Little news articles, people posting, what's this, right? Did they get in trouble? I don't know, I'm sure maybe the city got upset about it to a degree and made some noise. In Charlotte, we have a guerrilla marketing company called Savage Way. They do clean graffiti. Is anyone familiar with clean graffiti? You know it's, it's illegal to go and spray paint check metabolic fucking rocks in the middle of the city. You go to the middle of the city, you spray paint that on the ground, someone's gonna show up at your studio. What's not illegal is to make a stencil and power wash that bitch and clean the city. <laughs> it's not illegal to clean the city for free in the shape of fucking Metabolic's logo. All right, just a thought, just a thought. This is one, we pulled the trigger on it. This is when I did it, Urban. We pulled the trigger on it for a second and then the city, I was already in a little trouble with the city on some other stuff, so we, we yanked it. I passed by a pole and I saw a post for a dog, lost dog, if seen him. He looks like this, he does this, his name is this, blah, 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 and it had the little tabs. I was like, man, how fucking funny would it be if I just like came up with 30 avatars, 15 men, 15 women, right? Like, this guy, recently moved to Charlotte and looking to meet some awesome people. Used to be more fit, but life happens and it's time to get back to work. I lack motivation to work out alone and six pack abs would be dope, but I'll be happy with a four pack too. Like that sounds like my avatar client in Charlotte, right? right? The female, uh, has been on class pass for months, but not really seeing results. Wants to settle down with the gym and get serious about working out, blah, blah, blah. So we created 30 of 15 and 15, male and female. Put our phone numbers like down here, you could rip them. And I had a bunch of coaches go out. We went out on a Friday, or a, yeah, Friday night, because we had a lot of street walkability on Saturday. I don't know if you remember this. And we posted a bunch of them up all over the place. And the posts start happening, and people are tagging their buddy in this shit. Like, oh, that's you, fat fuck. Like, it's like, <laughs> but we're, we're getting tagged in it. Like, we put at Urban Movement down there. And within maybe two hours, we get a phone call. Someone I know down at the city, he was like, this fuck, it's cute, man, but like, Dude, there's, there's enough, you're already in enough trouble right now. Let's, let's yank them. But hey, listen, if you guys who are not currently in trouble with the city, this might be worth the slap on the wrist. Might be worth the slap on the wrist. And I've got one more. This is why I don't have it on here. Stealing from Orange Theory's idea. If I was opening up a metabolic, I would go on Alibaba.com. I would buy 500 cheap as fuck boxing gloves. I would spray paint them your green. And I'd hang them from shit all over the fucking city as you were getting ready to open. We're all inside of our four walls and we're like yelling and screaming to get people to come in. Fuck it, like kick down the door and get out there and do something that's a little fucking mad. All right? Guys, I'm Stu. That's my number. If you ever want to text me or talk some shop, thank you so much for your time.